it has literally changed my life and the world has become lighter again. You don't really realize how gray it is until you see it in color. That's Cassandra Walker, uh, an Edmontonian, talking about the benefits of medically prescribed ketamine treatment in her ongoing battle with depression. Now, ketamine, uh, not a new drug. It's been around for a while, um, for a long time, used as a painkiller and an anesthetic, both by doctors and by veterinarians. Also been a pretty popular street drug for a long time, too. So it's been used for a lot of things, and there is growing evidence um, that it can be used to treat some pretty serious mental health issues. And as you heard from Cassandra, it's it's made a huge difference in her life. So we're going to have a conversation now with Dr. Yogesh Thacker, who is a psychiatrist and owner of Manor Clinic in Edmonton, and somebody who is using ketamine and other substances to explore health for mental health treatment. Dr. Thacker, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much uh, for having me on this on the radio uh, talk. So to to start, um, like I said, when we're talking about ketamine, this is not a new drug. It's it's been around for a while, right? Quite a long time. Yes, that's correct. So ketamine uh, has been around and has been used in the medical field since 1970s. Uh, it has been mainly used as an uh, anesthetic medication uh, for short anesthesia um, for doing procedures. But in about 2000, um, the researchers found that a subtherapeutic dose, which means a very small dose um, as compared to what we do use for anesthesia, does have antidepressant property, which starts within hours and lasts for a few days or so. And that led to increase in, um, in the interest in, in the use of ketamine. Uh, and uh, it's a very, very effective treatment, according to the research, for treatment of treatment-resistant depression. And we'll get to the treatment and how it works in just a minute. But first, Alberta is, is something of a leader on this front, right? We are one of the uh, province's jurisdictions to, to move more quickly than others in allowing this and regulating this, correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, so uh, Alberta government has released uh, new regulations last month, uh, mental health services protection regulation, which which essentially is to uh, to make sure that uh, you know psychedelics and other substances, which are which have got evidence based in treating mental health problems, are used appropriately. When we take a look at the treatment regimen, um, how effective does it appear to be? In in, in hearing from Cassandra Walker, uh, one of your patients, she's talking about how it's basically changed her life. Is that is that the typical response? Yeah, that's correct. So, so ketamine is still a relatively new medication that's been used for mental health conditions, mainly major depressive disorder, which means severe depression. And uh, the new research is coming every single day uh, about effectiveness of ketamine. But uh, essentially, uh, just to give you an idea that uh, tradition, traditional antidepressant medications like SSRIs or Prozac group of medications, yeah. they have they have response rate about for about uh, 30 to 40 percent, basically. And, and one in three, uh, I would say, who are treated for depression with traditional medications, they uh, they have treatment resistant depression, which means that they even despite of taking more than two antidepressant medications and psychological therapy, they don't respond very well. But what we have seen with ketamine treatment and, and the new research coming out is that the treatment effectiveness of the response rate can be up to 70%, which is significantly higher as compared to traditional uh, antidepressant medications. However, again, the, the research is new and the long-term evidence base in terms of how uh, ketamine is in terms of preventing future relapses is limited. 
but the new results that are coming out is promising. And that's what we see in our clinic as well, that uh, you know, we have treated about 30 people really with ketamine treatment for treatment of depression. And, and the, the response rate is, 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 is more than 70, 70%, I would say. Wow, that's remarkable. Um, what's the treatment regimen like? And is it fast-acting and long-lasting? I mean, just give us an idea of when you talk about treating 30 patients, what does that look like? How does that, how does that work? Yeah, so when we do uh, select a patient for cat, I mean, we select it very, caref- select it very carefully uh, because obviously uh, they have to meet uh, the criteria that is uh, treatment resistant depression. So we have to go through um, how many medications they've tried, mm-hmm. uh, what are the treatments they've, they've been unsuccessful, like, like ECT or electroconvulsive treatment, for example. And uh, and we have to find out if they don't have any contraindications for use of ketamine. Uh, and then once we select a patient, we obviously we make sure that they don't have any, any any recent history of any substance use disorder because obviously we use it very very carefully to treat individuals who have uh, treatment resistant depression. But but at the same time, we also have to make sure that they don't uh, they're not at risk of uh, using substances. And uh, and so we start. We, we we do a physical examination. We actually take the vitals in terms of blood pressure, a pulse rate when they do come at the clinic, uh, because uh, having high blood pressure, which is uncontrollable, uh, is a contraindication for ketamine use. So um, ketamine can be used uh, for uh, used uh, sublingually or uh, or intranasally. Uh, for treatment of depression uh, in hospitals, it can be used uh, for in a, as, a, as an intravenous medication. But mm-hmm. in the community, we only give sublingual and, and, and nasal. And uh, they, they they receive a sublingual medication, say for example, and um, and then we monitor the blood pressure every 30 minutes or so for about two hours. Um, usually, the antidepressant effects would start within a few hours to a day wow. or two. And uh, the antidepressant effects, usually after a single dose, would last for up to 10 days or so. Amazing. Um, are, are, are your patients impaired? Like we said, this is a street drug. It has mind-altering effects. Um, does it cause this kind of impairment in patients? Yeah, so, so the dose that we use uh, for ketamine for treatment-resistant depression uh, in a supervised manner, I mean, the, the, the side effect uh, rate is, is significantly lower as compared to what, uh, what, what the side effects would, the patients were experiencing if they were given anesthetic or analgesic dose, basically. But yes, it can actually cause a bit of a confusion in some people. Uh, some people uh, do develop hallucinations, although I, I'm yet to see any of these uh, side effects in, in the patients that are treated. Um, but uh, some people, uh, I mean, they feel might they, they feel sleepy or sedated really after taking the medication, and they like to use the sleep for for one or two hours basically, or just lie down really. But uh, uh, otherwise, it's a very very safe medication, and and this medication has been used uh, since 1970s actually. And in a very safe manner, at a significantly higher doses as compared to what we use for treatment of depression. Um, last one: um, What's the cost? Is there an added cost in this? Is it covered by healthcare? What? What? How does that work? A good question. So, so as of now, uh, Health Canada has approved uh, uh, the molecule called asketamine or Spravato. So that's the only Health Canada approved medication available in Canada with intranasal. Now, because it's a, it's a very new medication which got licensed by Health Canada in 2020, uh, still not many insurance companies actually cover that, and the cost can be up to uh, $3,000 to $4,000 for month worth treatment uh, just for the medication price, actually, if we use that. But, uh, but there are generic forms of ketamine, which we call racemic ketamine, which is available uh, for many, many years. And although it's not, it doesn't have uh, sort of health Canada right. approval, but it's still commonly used uh, for, for treatment resistant depression uh, as an unlicensed indication. And, and the response rate is very similar. And uh, 
the price for that medication is significantly lower as compared to uh, the the branded uh, ketamine or ketamine, uh, which is about uh, two hundred dollars for for month worth of treatment. I would say makes perfect sense, uh, Doctor Thacker. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you being here today. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.